podcast, Johnson. Listen here, see? It's time for... Guns! Games! Cigarettes! Alright, ready? Yep. That's, that's how we're starting it. Getting it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome. You're driving, right? Yep. I am. Welcome to Guns, Dames, Cigarettes, etc. There's no etc. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, we could add on. We could, yeah. Um, guns, Dames, Cigarettes, and Beyond, perhaps. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm Bill. I'm here with Scott. Hello. And uh, if it's your first first to go around with us, we just uh, take turns. We each choose a, a film noir, usually from uh, what nineteen forty to fifty eight range. Yeah, like just, give or take. Yeah, give it a run through and uh, talk about it. Likes, dislikes, stuff like that. Yeah, spoilers are plenty. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, we're gonna uh, spoil the hell out of every movie. Yes. Oh, so don't don't come to this as a review. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, it was my choice this time around. Uh, but I guess we, I should say we're on the po- the Dorkening Podcast Network. Yeah. And um, they're sponsored by Deadly Grounds, which means we are, technically. Yeah. Kind uh, of. Like getdeadly.com. I, I, so guarantee, I, I guarantee you they don't know we exist. Yeah. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, still, we'll still plug them to our, I, our massive... I, I gotta be honest, does the Dorkening know we exist? Uh, I, I think Leo actually knows. I had to I had to bug him about uh, getting on Pinecast. Oh, okay. So, so he's, he's aware. There's an awareness. He probably forgot by now. You think he was just kind of like, what? Another show? All right, it's fine. <laughs> when, I, when I bugged him, it was for this and the one I do with Mike, the uh, every other Monday's main event. So it was two shows I bugged him about. Hey, he was it. he was fine with it, so thank you, Leo. But more importantly, we're part of the podcast Johnson. We are. That's a collective of four yes. podcasts that uh, you and I are involved with, uh, along with our friends Mike and Kevin. And some. Oh. A lot of guests. I'm bleeding. <laughs> what happened? No, I just. I guess I scratched my knee too hard. I didn't think I did. Oh. I was just casually scratching. And there's blood. Let me get a tissue for that. I'll be right back. Sure. I'll have to hand. I'll hum a little bit. So, <laughs> I don't know if this is editable or not, but. Uh... Yeah, Bill's left. So, uh, oh, wait, you know, wait. Uh, Everyone look busy. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to yourself? <laughs> That's right. I got a surprise. Is the, you know, we've, myself, I've probably been involved in about 150, or between 150 and 250 podcasts. It's the first time blood has been shed. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think <laughs> yeah. it came close a couple times in yeah. uh, Gark's, Gark's basement. So, yes, I chose, oh, yeah, Podcast Johnson, though. We were talking about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's you, myself, Kevin, and Mike, yeah, in some form, uh, yeah. we do this one. We do uh, Secret Underground Hideout. That's the four of us. That's a like a pop culture trip down memory lane type one. Yeah, 70s, 80s, 90s. Toys, stuff. music reviews, well, tons some of music. Yeah. So, and then um, you, Kevin, and I do Black and White Fright. That's uh, just a classic black and white, or not so classic black and white horror movies. And then uh, Mike and I do the wrestling one every other Monday's main event. That's just we just review two matches from uh, from our past that we like or want to make fun of. So all available on secretundergroundhideout.com or blackandwhitefright.com. There you go. Very nice. We're all caught up. It's only been that an wound. hour. Yes. Uh, oh, so where, uh, what I chose this time was uh, Out of the Past from 1947. This is uh, Jacques Tourneur. Which I think at this point I have seen more Jacques Turner movies than anyone else, in, and maybe ever between this, our podcasts. Yes, well, this is the, the the first one for this one. We did we've done three for Black and White, right? We did yeah. uh, Night of the Demon, I Walk with the Zombie, and Cat People. All of which uh, we reviewed pretty well. I think I walked with the Demon probably got like the weakest from me. I Walk with the Demon. You combining movies? I Walk with the Zombie. Yes. Um, I think I think that was the weakest from me. But, me but, too. Oh, but but even then, I liked it. Yeah. Um, his movies definitely have a look. They do. Yeah. A certain something. This one was on my radar. I've actually had it in my library for a couple of years. Um, mainly, I think because of of, of Mitchum. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, just I went through a, a Mitchum phase, uh, yes. but I never actually watched this one for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe it was like, no, I never watched it. Oh, since so first, I thought I assumed you yeah. would have seen this one. No, um, so just never got to it. And then, of course, Kirk Douglas too, a younger Kirk Douglas. Yes. Oh, speaking um, of, yeah, because I was looking into just you know, I tried to find some information on some of the actors. Not much, but and I we talked about before on one of our other podcasts that he died earlier this year. Yeah, I had yeah, forgotten that he was 100, 103 when he died. Yeah, yeah. You know what is what is uh, his birth name is? Kirkland. No, is I'm going to try to pronounce it. Is Isser Danilovich? Wow. Okay. I think he went by Izzy sometimes. That is a name. Yes, I did. I never, I never knew that. He's in um, he's in a movie that I've I've always really liked called The Strange Love of Martha Ivers. That came out like a year before this movie. Oh. Uh, and I don't know when he started. Like, I don't know when Kirk Douglas became like movie star. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but he was really good in that. But he was, but I remember, he's remember him being very young. And then he shows up in this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, for, I just forgot how young he, he yeah. was when he started out. I have to say, you got super loud suddenly. Oh. So I don't know if there might have been like a, a microphone issue. Oh, maybe. Uh, so you might be, you might, if it sounded faint at the start, sorry. Yeah. Not now booming. Turn right, up then, the bass in your the car. First, the first few minutes is just me agreeing with myself then as this episode. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, so yeah. yeah, also, I also learned just doing some quick research that Robert Mitchum had a uh, Calypso album in 1957. I didn't know that. And that's wonderful. I actually kind of want to, I kind of want to seek it out. I listened to Coconut Water today. Check, checked it out a little bit. How was it? Yeah, yeah, they're right. It's, it's, <laughs> I know. I know that everyone was doing like albums in the fifties, and it's just. Is there a reason this get... one's more obscure? Possibly. <laughs> I, I mean, I we we did uh, we did a um, Night of the Hunter. And I didn't find that in, that tidbit out when I we did that. So, um, so yeah, he's so, he's so good though. <laughs> he is, but um, it's it's it was nice to see him not being a bastard, for me. Yeah. No, he actually. I mean, he seems to have some morals in this movie. Yeah, and he's real smooth too. Oh, so let me give you. I'll give you the uh, the from IMDb the, the summary that they give on there because it's short and sweet. Sure. We have a, a private eye escapes his past to run a gas station in a small town, but his past catches up with him. Now he must return to the big city world of danger, corruption, double crosses, and duplicitous. <laughs> oh my god, I can't say it. Duplicitous. Thank you, dames. <laughs> Couldn't do it. There you go. Dames is in the synopsis. Yes. Wonderful. And um, it was based on the novel Build My Gallows High. I don't know by who. I didn't make a note of that. I've, I've never seen this movie um, that I'm going to mention in a moment, but I did not know this movie was remade oh, in yeah. the 80s as Against All Odds. Yes. With that terrible Phil Collins song. Oh, take a look at me now. Take a look at me now, yeah. That wasn't I, the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a slow jazzy version. No, no, just Phil Collins. <laughs> He's very so, old. So just so you know, I don't know if you looked up the titles, but it's uh, his album was Calypso is like so... Oh, yes, dot, yes, dot. that's it. And then he had another album called That Man Robert Mitchum dot 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 sings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched, I forget the song, but I watched a, like a live performance from the 70s. Oh. It was like one of those types of things where he's, you know, sitting on a stool with like mostly dark with the band silhouette, like, you know, and behind him playing. Oh, you know, it was like a re weird rectangular 70s microphone. He had like a black tux with like a salmon colored shirt. It was something. Uh, oh, my. So, uh, yeah, the movie here. Yeah. Well, I, I've noticed that we've, uh, we've been reaching like almost an hour and a half the past couple times. Yeah, we'll try to which, cut it. <laughs> but too late, too late. Yeah. Well, this one is interesting because it starts off in, you know, present day and there's, there's like a 40 minute flashback. Yeah. To catch you up on things. And then the rest of the movie is in present day again. I, I liked, I like how they did it. I liked the, the presentation of it. They did. Yeah. No, yeah. they did a very, a very good job. Uh, I, I wasn't quite sure where it was going, which is always, uh, always a nice surprise for me. Yes. So yeah, you got a you got a gentleman named Joe. You're gonna find out he's kind of a thug later, but he pulls up to this gas station and uh, try to get the attention of uh, the kid. The kid, that's his name, yeah. 
and he's just uh he happens Dick, to be Dickie's, Dickie's someone Dickie Moore Dickie Moore yeah oh but the only note I have on him he was one of the last surviving actors to have appeared in silent film yep he was part of our gang yep I don't recognize him from that though but I gotta be honest it may have been a few years since I've seen an R game. Yes, he, he was the one. He was the little kid who used to uh, see people on cliffs and like use his fishing hook and pull them off to their death. <laughs> All those wacky R game serials. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot the murder years. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end. Dark times. Yeah, it's, it's just dark. This is every episode in murder. The booting's raced. Yeah. Uh, ratings. Uh, I, Jesus. I, I knew what you meant. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's looking for um, Jeff. Jeff, old Jeff Bailey. Yeah, Jeff Bailey. And um, not there. And uh, the the kid is deaf. So like Joe's like, oh, deaf and dumb. That's nice. Well, nice. it was a different time because the it kid was. Just, oh, it's like, yeah, I am. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> yeah. Or if you just like, said that, yep, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you calling dumb? Yeah. Uh, he, uh, goes yeah. across to the diner, and I think it's funny that they're like a minor character, but it's a gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, he comes in there. He's, I don't think he's a cop per se, but he seems to work for the state. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what his job was throughout this entire movie. I thought he was a cop, and then he clearly wasn't a cop. But then he was with a bunch of cops. Yeah, and then and then at the end of the movie. He's not a cop. And, but he drives that state of California vehicle. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that he comes in here and he orders and eats and drinks so fast. He is in and out of here in like a minute and a half. I think he only had a few bites, but I like the It was like he wanted ham on rind. It was literally just a piece of meat on bread. <laughs> yeah, this is 1947. That's the idea. You didn't ask for anything else. Yep. So, so basically, it's Joe's looking for Jeff Bailey, and he, he yeah. finds him. But there's, we have the scene where you have the introduction of, of Jeff and his, his girlfriend at the time, Anne. Yeah. That was a little romantic fishing outing. And it's also, it's also hinted or insinuated now that she's with someone else. At the diner? Yeah. They're talking about him being mixed up. And, oh, I hope so-and-so doesn't find out kind of thing. Or so-and-so better not find out. Oh, I actually don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember being very confused when there is no one else, and what are you uh, talking about? Is it just more gossipy, because the, the, the woman at the diner is like, I think she's a gossip queen? Yeah, maybe. 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 I don't know. Well, he, well, she likes him, though. Yeah. And, and and the dude that eats screws fast that isn't a cop, he likes the diner chick, so. Well, he, likes the, he also likes Anne. He likes yeah. Jeff's girl. Um, we've already had, but we've already had cigarettes and a dame at this point too. Just get it out there. Not the dame, <laughs> but right. a lady. Right. So yeah, they're talking about you know, I guess kind of settling down. But so he goes back to. Oh, it's funny that the uh, the kid finds him, just walks yeah. however far or whatever, and finds him. Let's know that he's a car. I think. Okay. Yeah. They don't make it. They don't make it clear at first. I think he's a car. But so he's summoned back to see Joe. And we yep. find out that uh, Jeff has a past, and this is his new life as the, the gas station man, because he's Jeff. What's his old last name? Um, what's his name? Markham. Markham. Yeah, I love the the first of the dialogue in this movie is all great. And uh, oh yeah, Robert Mitchum in particular was given some choice lines, but this little conversation with the uh, you know he's like you know here is a friend, so you're just gonna have dinner and leave or like yeah, yeah. <laughs> sizing like, him up. Me alone, really. Is fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but so he agrees to go. Like they say, oh, Wit wants to see you, and he's like, oh, fine. He tells him to go to see him in, in uh, Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And then so, uh, like it's funny. He goes to pick up Anne, or goes to stop by, and doesn't go into so the par- like. Anne's like, you got to be mid to late twenties, easily living yeah. home with her parents. Who are like, he can't even come in. <laughs> Over. I mean, later on, she's like, I know he was. Bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of a little bit, not too bad, but yeah, yeah. But she's just saying that because like I was right all along. I was pointing out, come in. he's a bad man. Since we're talking about that scene now, yeah, I was want to point out that I couldn't help but notice how massive Anne's mother's earlobes were. <laughs> I didn't notice. Go back, they are enormous. <laughs> I'll have to check them out. 
So many earrings could be put in those things. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. I'll put them on my earlobe website. <laughs> Your Lobe, lo, lobes of the forties.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's going to tell her though, the truth. He's going to tell her about his past. Yeah. Because he really likes him and, and he wants to make a future with her. And he's never been you know, truthful about who he really was and what his past is. So he's yeah. going to come clean on the drive. Yeah. To Lake exactly. Yeah. So this is smart, when you get the smart well, move. Like, she doesn't like it. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, where are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, middle of nowhere. Um, so that starts off with, um, I guess basically, uh, wit, a Kirk Douglas's character. We found out has been shot by his, his woman. Yep. His and name. they, they claim that she stole $40,000. She denies this fevertly throughout when she appears in the movie. Yeah, uh, but so he hires uh, Jeff to uh, to track her down. Because Jeff's a detective. He's a detective, but he's a private detective. Private detective, but he's trustworthy and honest, which is hard to come by. Right, he has a good rep. He does. I think he's uh, got a guy. He's the kind of guy that would take a mob case and not talk about it, but also you know try to find your cat if your cat was missing. Yes. One thing this is this is the first time it happened, but like throughout this movie, there were really a bunch of awesome lighters in this movie, also. <laughs> yes, forties. Yeah, I made a note of that because, like, ooh, that's a good lighter. I don't smoke, but I, yeah. I still like to have that. Um, so yeah, Kirk, that's, that's, Kirk Douglas, his dialogue is great as well. He's a great, just scumbag. Yes, because that's your introduction to him. He's really a bastard in this. Um, I I read that that he at first he and Richard didn't get along. They would try to like uh steal each other's scenes. Really? That's well, they funny. They do things to each other. I guess Kirk Douglas would do things like, you know, with objects to draw attention to himself. But then when uh, Mitchum, when it was, there were dialogue scenes, but it was like over Mitchum's shoulder looking at Douglas, Mitchum would make faces to try to mess with them. Oh, funny. But uh, I guess the director, Jacques Turner, like shut that down and then they end up working very well with each other and became friendly. So it all worked out. Hooray. Like, now, you, now you two shake. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, do you think? Do you think at one point, since I know you've brought it up numerous times, like Robert Mitchum tore his shirt off and had his weird barrel tested? <laughs> Absolutely. Stick it out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen here, Pally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Check out these pants pulled up to my nipples. I'm not messing around. <laughs> we're weirdly out of shape, man, from the forties. Yeah. It would have yeah. been funny if uh, Kirk Douglas's return was, "Oh yeah, I'm going to live till 103." See. <laughs> I mean, you look frail. Well, yeah. I'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> Never gonna play a tough guy, but fuck you. Uh, so yeah, he uh, goes. Uh, who does he go to first? He goes. Mitchum goes to a bar and like questions someone that used to work with. It's Kathy that he's looking for. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to. Uh, Kathy's his, played by. Um, uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. I wanted to look it up. I meant like, Jane Greer. Uh, uh, yeah. And she's she's great in this. She is. She's, she's she is uh, great at like being a manipulative character. Manipulative character. Yeah. And she had me fooled at first that she was, you know, really falling for him and all on the sure. level and stuff. Yeah. I guess she, I read that she uh, had a, about a Bell's palsy when she was a kid. Oh really? And then okay. that's I guess that kind of explained like she you know part of her face was paralyzed but it came back but it gave her like a certain uh, look like her quote unquote smile. Hmm, that's kind of interesting. I didn't know that. She has. She looks uh, a little, little Lauren Bacallish. I can see that in this, in this movie. I don't know if that's what they were kind of going for with their hair and. I think that the was maybe they... this is the style of all the like super waves and like the the weird like bangs yeah. in the front. I I didn't notice until I read afterwards, but as the movie goes along, her clothes get darker and darker. Too. Oh, I didn't, she starts off in white, and by the end, she's wearing black. But they purposely made that transition for her because she's just doing things that are unsavory as the movie goes along. Oh yeah, she's not a good person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah so he tracks her down to uh, Mexico, basically. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, like, sends them to find her wherever? Yeah, and it's a good payday: five thousand up front, five thousand afterwards, and all expenses paid. Yep. It's good for nineteen forty-seven money, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. So like they, she's at this restaurant and sees her come in and uh, I forget the, the, the like the, the the Mexican gentleman, 
mm-hmm. like wants to be their guide or like sell them. He's just like a jack of all trades. Yeah. Person who gets them to like kind of sit together. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that starts that thing. And this is another, yet another example because she, yeah, they're, you know, kind of like flirtatious small talk. And she's like, oh, if you want to check out this other place, it's much better than here. Maybe I'll be there sometime. So he goes, like Pablo's. Yeah, but he goes every night. Well, I think the second night, he goes the first night and nothing happens. And the second night she shows up and that's like whirlwind romance all of a sudden. Yeah, pretty much. Well, there's a lot of, Whit made a, a good line because he talks about her, you know, no dame's worth $40,000. Oh, yeah. And and he's like, you haven't seen her. And then Mitch's character makes something similar. A line about when he's what you know when he's what he's seen her now basically yeah he gets it he does yeah yeah because at first I don't think she well I guess maybe she doesn't let on that she knows that he's there to find her at first sure because it's it's strange too they leave that that bar and go gamble and it's like a French guy at a relay table yeah I don't know it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was, was that the director's cameo. Maybe was it Jacques Turner? Sometimes you just gotta let it go. I don't yeah. know. I mean, he was he would throw the ball in detail action. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, it was. It makes a lot of sense though. Quite loud, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they end up at the beach, and they, uh, you know. Now, do you think <clears throat> your impression mm. after knowing what it happens? Yeah. Do you think that she was ever serious, seriously like in love with Robert Mitchum's character? Or do you think she was playing him the whole time? I think she was playing him the whole time. I'm, I'm sure she realized early on what his real purpose was being there. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he did get played at first. Okay. But then I, I know he, he does catch on eventually. But in the beginning, he probably thought it, oh. Because Mitchum's character is in love with her at this point. Yeah. Um, at that point. So I, I, I couldn't quite tell if she was too, but as soon as she gets quartered, she's, she's more in love there. with herself than she is anyone else, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just wanted your take uh, yeah. on it. I agree. I find that agreeable. But I like the scene where they go, they meet at the beach. And he, and he talks about her showing up late. Like she just shows up when she wants to show up. Yeah, they only, they only uh, spend time together at night. Yeah, 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 which is weird. So it is like, what is she doing all day? It's never explained. Yeah. What she does all day. There's kind of like this mystery about her. But then she shows up and she says, let's go back to my place. Like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, And they start (laughs) running in the rain. That was a really great scene. Yeah. 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 Just get inside. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of strange, though, because they start, you know, they're drying off and they're being flirty again. And he throws the towel and it knocks the lamp over. Yeah. But then, like the, the the you know the the wind blows the door open, but then it just kind of stops. Well, I think it's supposed to be the way I took it, anyways. I thought someone might be there at the door, like when he goes to close it. Oh, so, so I just I, disrupted their fun. Yeah, I think it was like a suspense move for the audience. Okay. That's how I took it because I really thought that Mitchell was going to go to close the door, and Wit was going to be there. Oh, okay. I didn't know where this was going. Yeah, I could see so, that. Okay. I mean, it would have been a terrible coincidence that the wind blows the door open and he happens to be there. But it's a 1947 movie. Yeah. It, it can happen. It could uh, happen. They didn't, they didn't take the cheap shot, though. It was actually all about nothing. Yeah. Well, so, they, so at this point, like, she has admitted that she's aware of, yeah. of why he's there. And, and she like, like she's several times said, I never took the money. I just didn't like, I hated wit. I had to get away from him. And so they Holy decided shit, to... By the way. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know that yet. <laughs> so they they agree they're going to run away together. Yeah, because he he's not afraid of what he thinks they can they can do it. The, this is all of this right here is why I'm going. I, I can't tell if she was really in love with him because she goes through a lot of effort. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna see they they move together. They do to a faraway place from where they are right now. Uh, but like like you said though, like I'm sure she's like, "Well, this is the better option right now. If yeah. something else comes up, I'm gone." Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. That does, so we'll get to it, but that does kind of happen. Well, kind of. No, it's it's true. No, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I actually like I like the next sequence here though. Like the next day, he's he's packing up. It's a great sequence. And then yeah, who shows up? But Whit. Whit and Joe. 
But they, they literally just happen to be going through town. It's not checking up on them. Right? And again, the dialogue. So good. He's like, God, I'm going down to Mexico City to see a guy about a horse. Yeah. No, he's just, no, like, really. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. <laughs> Love but it. I do like how uh, this is the only time you really see uh, Mitchum kind of, the character Jeff, off his game. Absolutely. No, yeah. It's like he's argumentative about everything. Yeah, and, very defensive. Like, and... Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bringing attention to himself. Yeah. They like, can have your money back. <laughs> right. Like, hey, if you're going to come here and question me, then forget about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, calm down. Oh, you, you do have a good couple, like when they go down to the, the hotel lounge, they get drinks, and a woman walks in. And you, I thought it was like, oh, there she is. Oh, shit. But no, it turns out to be someone else. But then, then he she actually comes through. Oh, that, that, well, he, it's nice. He spills the drink to create a distraction. And then um, gets them it's out great. of there. Very yeah. tense scene. It was. That's, it made me nervous. Well. But it, yeah, done done very well. I think this is, might have been the point too, where I was uh, upset that there were any scenes of people eating egg salad that I texted you about too. This, yeah, well, then, you lied to me. There weren't there wasn't any. I know. I just wanted you to finish the movie. I uh, you know with all the hype I heard, there were some great egg salad eating scenes in this movie, and it just I wasn't. Was, there. I was afraid if I told you there were none that you would just be like, ah, we yeah. stop watching it. I just quit. Stop the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> So, so basically, uh, Cheeky gets away with it. He he gets them out of yeah. the hotel. He does, and then they have to carry on anyways. It's it's Wit and Joe, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was the that was the actor that was his, for Joe. That was his first movie, by the way. Was it really okay? I couldn't yep. tell if I recognized him or if he was just like a type. Maybe, you know, maybe a type. But he was very good. Yeah, he was good in this part. I think everyone was good in this movie. Yeah. Well, you have any uh, any weak links? The big lobe, big lobe lady. Yeah, oh, that's. I think that was her. Her strength was the giant lobes. <laughs> if she had regular lobes, then I'd know. That's Forget fair. it. Really? Can't even support one set of earrings, lady. Come on. <laughs> hangs. She could hang dumbbells off those ears and be fine. Oh my. So what do we so, have next? So they actually get away. Yeah, they get away. They're going to San Francisco. And that's where they lay low for a long time. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's commitment on her part, if anything. But they go to um, they go to a casino. Well, eventually, I think they they lay low at first, and then they start getting more comfortable, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, well, the because they, they, they think they're they're betting on horses. Yeah. And that's where well, we didn't mention when originally when uh, Mitchum's character Jeff goes to see Wit. That his his partners there with him, and they're supposed to split it fifty fifty. Yep, and so you don't see the, the you don't see the partner again until, until this moment. Yeah, and um, so they know it's, from there on in that they a little weird, to... a little weird. I guess he's like, you go over here, and I'll go over here. Yeah, they split up to because he he figures that this partner will chase him and not her, yeah. which it seems to be. Happening. Oh no! Oh no! No! I mean, before he even went to Mexico. Oh. He takes the case. He doesn't know he's going to fall over there. Yeah. So he's he's legitimately looking for her. Where the fuck's his partner? I wonder if it's just like I'll, I take half to keep my mouth shut. I don't know. That's 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 not really explained, is it? No, I mean, like, was his partner looking for her somewhere else, or did Mitchum say I got this? Like, what? I don't know. They they don't clarify the arrangement, do they? Not at all. Yeah. And besides, that's the... they split the fifty fifty. That is one of the stranger holes in the movie for me. Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's okay. It doesn't detract from it. So. I hadn't thought about that. We'll go on. Maybe they just, they just hope no one would notice. Maybe. I mean, I, I was confused when he showed up. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. And he's his partner. Mm-hmm. But I uh, do like, so they, and then one of your things, too, They've there are occasional scenes of voiceovers, right? A little narration you get from, from Robert yeah. Mitchum, too. That's cool. which is, I know that's a thing you usually appreciate, right? I do, if it's done right. Yeah. 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 But it made sense because he was telling someone a story. It especially made sense for this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't just narration to the audience. It was, again, very, very snappy dialogue. So, you know, but peppered with language of the time. Yep. um, Which I love. And it it absolutely set the style, you know, of, of the movie. 
I know he calls women baby a couple times in it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you have women getting slapped in this movie. Oh, it's definitely oh. <laughs> definitely the forties. That was a that was a that uh, yeah. from what I read too. That was a like real. I guess Kirk Douglas just his style. He was kind of rough with uh with uh what's her name Kathy the Jane Greer. Jane Greer. It was a quote that it was a real slap and like he bruised her arm from grabbing her in scenes. I don't doubt that was a real slap, man. That was. It looked it. She took it well. Pretty hardcore. Yeah. But anyway, we're not to the slap yet. Yeah, we'll get there. So, um, so yeah, so he thinks that he's he's dodged his partner. He does, yeah, because they they somehow arranged to meet in out in the woods somewhere at a cabin. Yeah, and and, uh, and they and they do. She's there first, and he shows up, and they seem okay for for a minute. Yeah, for about a minute, but. So he's still, the partner's convinced that there's still forty thousand, and he wants yeah. he wants to get paid, so he'll keep his mouth shut, basically, right? Yeah. So I I, I do like because the, they end up fighting. Great fight scene. Yeah, it is a great fight scene. There's actually I found a, a still, that's a picture from the movie online. It's because what what ends up happening if you've seen the movie, you'll know that she, I think Mitchum actually gets the upper edge, and she still shoots him anyways. Oh yeah, he's almost down on the ground. Yeah. And she shoots him anyways. But so it's a shot of of her holding the gun, but they're like they're silhouettes, like it's like one's punching the other one in the face. Oh, that's awesome! It's just a nice, yeah, it's a nice picture. There Look are um, there there are definitely some good punches going on here dur- during this fight, but there's a great shot of her looking on, and yep. she just looks bored. Yeah, like yep. like <laughs> men. Yeah, like it's very much. That's that's what I was like. I don't think she really gives a shit about anything. Yep. So. Well, except murder, committing murder. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she cares about that. She likes murder. Yeah. Well, because she shoots, get, she shoots she him. And she makes she makes a good point. Like you, you wouldn't have killed him. You would have let him go, and then we'd still be getting followed. More or less, right? Yeah. I think Mitchum's thought was maybe he could deal with it a different way, but yes. But too late for that. Way too late for that. But it's yeah. So he like looks back at the body, and then she's just gone. Car in the car driving away, but she gets her her bank book. Yep, which shows what we Yeah, that's <laughs> box. He stole the money. Yep. <sighs> and so that brings uh, us back to present day, more or less, right? Yep. Let's see, let's get back up my notes here. And he, yeah, and and he's telling Anne. In the car, he's almost there. Took him all night to tell this story. Yeah, uh, I don't know how long of a drive that was. I don't, I don't know, but he left it. It was light out, and he got there, and the sun was coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he's just telling her. So that's like that's what's up. And she's saying, she's basically saying, "Do you still have feelings for her?" Yeah. And, and he, <laughs> he always expected her to go like, "Oh fuck no." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's just like no. <laughs> But uh, but then she drops him off, and she leaves. She drops him off at uh, at Wits. Yes, and he's suddenly dressed like a detective when he gets. Oh, before he gets there, but he's that is yeah. like a classic, like very uh, like it, it, nowadays. Like if we did that, it'd be a cliche. Sure. But back back then, it's like a very classic look. Absolutely, yeah. The trench coat, man. Yeah, trench coat and fedora. Mm-hmm. So he's he's at Wits. And who's there? But uh, Joe is there. Joe's there. His old pal. Because Joe arranged the meeting, and and they offer offers him breakfast. And then who and shows then, up? Kathy oh, shows up. Kathy's there. Look who came back. Yeah, that's nice. And then oh, so, so, bas- so it's been what three years? Is it three years? Three I don't years, remember. right? But before Kathy comes in, Wits talking to uh, Jeff about you know. Another another job for him, collecting some some papers. He doesn't want to get out from. Was it an attorney or what was the? Yeah, yeah, and he explains that he basically dodges taxes. So, you know, yeah, thing, uh, and that the it's like it's like his cousin's brother-in-law or something. There's some weird connection. It's a weird name, uh, Leonard Leonard Eels. Leonard Eels, yeah. His last name is Eels. <laughs> that this guy. You know, he was getting paid to kind of, you know, do the books, right? Cook the books. Yeah. And uh, 
and now he wants more money, and he's not having it. Yeah. So he wants him to go basically take and get the the books. Right. Uh, and Robert Mitchell, I love it. This whole is just like, eh, not interested. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but then he basically, you know, like he knows that he was with Kathy. Yep. Um. So. Gotta do it. Like, like you owe me. Yes. Which not really, not so much. No. Not so much with the Owen, but okay. I mean, he spent his money for a job he didn't finish. There's that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> matter to me like, no. not only that but to be like Robert Mitchum would be like you could destroy Kirk Douglas in a fight and he's alone with you a lot so yeah he, actually like, says pump- it at one, he says it at one point too yeah just like pummel <laughs> him to the ground and walk away <laughs> like, I don't know he'll be alright but uh, but they do have a quick conversation with Kathy oh yeah uh, and Robert Mitchum's just like get out <laughs> right but she's very much like I'm sorry baby <laughs> I mean it hurt you baby had to yeah. go yeah. Yep. And he's like, nope, oh, nope, thank you. Yeah. He's like, he's like, get out. I have to sleep in here. Yeah. It's great. That's a good line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he has to, uh, he has to go meet a Meta. Here's her name. Meta. Yeah. Meta and Eels. Yeah. But she's because that's it's Eels' secretary, and that's who he's making this arrangement with to try to get the uh, the paperwork. Yeah, and they're, they're basically that's... they're basically hinting that uh, she would be soft for Mitchum. Yes. Yeah, you could play her to get access. And this is uh, this is where the story really starts to get really uh, elaborate. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say right? Oh, definitely, yes. Some layers start coming in. Yeah, it's, um, not, it's easy enough to follow, but there's but a lot. It, it, yeah, a lot, a lot starts happening. Yeah. And like, this is like the, kind of like the, not quite the last, not the last third of the movie, but like not quite the last half either. It's Right. Things just pick up. It escalates quickly. Yeah, because they so they go. She, he goes to meet Meta, mm-hmm. and um, actually, a, a note about that actress that I have. Her name was uh, Rhonda Fleming. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was married six times. Well, that's just scandalous. Yeah, it's like a couple of them died later on, but there were some divorces too. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so they kind of like concocted a little plan. They're gonna meet Leonard Eels, and then um, I think it, wait, at first they're just going to like meet him, and that's all. That's all it's supposed to be. Yeah, but I like so they see. So she's there, and and uh, Mitchum comes to. Uh, he's he's her cousin. Yeah, that's a bit. But is he, what does he what does he say exactly? That like they're on their way out, and he like I say, like, oh, I want my fingerprints on this on this glass, and something else too. Like, do you think we're really cousins? He's just, he's just like not going along. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember the lines, but I remember it does not go well. Eels <laughs> is just like he seems like kind of confused, and right, it's like what? He's like, I'll be back later for you, kind of thing. Because he he, 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 I think he feels early on that something's not right about the whole thing. Oh yeah, he, he thinks he's going to be set up, but he doesn't know for what. Yeah, but he's right. He's definitely right. Oh, he is not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because he, I think at one point too, before all this, he uh, we can't forget that he has his his buddy who's a, a cabbie. cabbie, like he's he's riding in the front seat with him. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Smoking, always. Yeah, smoking. lots of actually. I have a note about the smoking. In this a movie lot of, too. A lot of smoking in this movie. This might, that might be the most cigarette-filled movie we've done so far. It, it could be. It's yeah. uh yeah. There's a lot of smoking. <laughs> So it says a note uh, from an interview with uh, Roger Ebert. Uh, Mitchum smoked so much that when uh, the camera was rolling and Kirk Douglas offered him a pack and a cigarette, Mitchum, realizing he had carried a cigarette into the scene, held up his fingers and replied, smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, remember the scene. It was, yeah, it was just, so he improvised uh, that, and they kept it in the movie. Yeah, Mitchum died of lung cancer and emphysema. So. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising. Made it, to, made it to 80, though. Yeah, but did he make it to 103? No, he didn't. He did not. He didn't have that the the dame slapping dexterity that Kirk Douglas had. That got so. Kept, kept him young. Yeah. I think uh, what, the, what the kids call it is moxie. <laughs> That's right. Moxie. So yeah, so uh, so they kept, they end up trailing Meta, right? He's following her to find out what's up. Yep. And says the, the cabbie's helping him up. They go back. To, 
like he he go they go back to eels, and he's already dead. Yep. Well, and, that's, uh, the but, frame, that's the frame up. That's the frame up right there. But it's it's funny. Like I, it's convenient that the uh, neighboring apartment to eels happens to be open because it's being renovated. Yeah, that's a that's a lucky break. It's a very lucky break. It was but it should have been a longer movie if he had to find a better spot. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it, I like how nonchalant is when he finds eels dead. It's yeah, like, I don't think he's surprised. I think he knew something was going to happen to someone. Yep. He's very happy it's not him. It's it's smart. He like sets the place back up so like nothing happens. He like hides eels' body in the closet next door. Yeah. Is like on his way, but this this is when he comes back down to the cabbie and sits in the front and is like takes a cigarette out of his mouth and smokes it. Yeah, <laughs> it and then he goes back to Meta's. Yes, and uh, it's a great scene where he's eavesdropping in on Meta through, by the window. What? The oh, window wait. door. Let's see. Wait, is it Meta? She's, is it... she's making the phone call. It's, it's supposed. Like, he it's... thinks it's Meta. But, no, he know. I think he knows it's Kathy. Because Kathy's post, Kathy's posing as Meta. Yeah, but I don't think he knew it was Kathy, did he? I think he did, because when he confronts her, he's really casual about it. No, I didn't think he knew. Really? Yeah. I mean, why else? Why, like, why would Kathy be posing as Meta? Well, she is though. I know, but wouldn't, you, but wouldn't he be surprised? I don't know, because considering his cavalier attitude throughout this whole movie about everything, <laughs> you think he's just like, of course. I think so. Of I honestly course, think you're so. Posing. Yeah, maybe. Because at this but, uh, point, at this point, he's he's just like he's not going to fall for any more of her, her malarkey. I love that she calls. She calls over to the super of the building. Yes, Eels's building, yep. and saying that she's meta and she's really worried about her boss. She yes. has to pick up the phone. She knows he's home. He's like, Please. all right, so yeah. But it's it's great because everything's fine. He's not there. Oh, yeah. yeah, the phone <laughs> phone rings back. It's yeah. Pretty- did you go inside? <laughs> yeah, but then right after that, that's when Joe comes in and he's all kind of just nervous shock because he had just killed him. Yeah. And he's like, I, and then she's very confused, which I think is great too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, doesn't, know, doesn't know what the hell's happening. She doesn't like being uh, out of control. Yeah. So let's see here. See, uh, let's see. I was looking at my notes again, muttering yeah. to myself. Now does he con- I forget, does he confront her here? He does. Yeah. And but so does he finds out somewhere along he finds out where the files actually are. He finds out there's a note. He finds out there's a note, a signed confession. Oh, an affidavit. Yeah. Affidavit about affidavit. that she yeah, that she said that, that he, he, he killed, killed his partner. His partner. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so he has to go get that. So he he knows where to go for it. I, I forget how he finds out, but he knows. She tells him. Did she tell him? Okay. Yeah. Which, is, which, which again, I'm like, does she actually have feelings for him? I don't fucking know. <sighs> I, think I, she, I think she's a quick thinker, but kind of she's getting sloppy. Yeah, maybe. And I think maybe he's, I think he's playing her, even though she thinks she's playing him. Yeah. No, that's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I do like though when he goes into that that business where the files are being held, and he walks in the guy's office. He's like, "What do you want?" And he just punches him in the face. It's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, and then just walks out. No, he well, the someone, someone calls and like, "Is it making up the scene?" And he's just like, "Never mind that," and he hangs up. Yeah, yeah. And as he goes down the the hall, there's there's two guys like, "Yeah, I can't believe they let him go." They well, there's stop. he's just like, "Yeah, like I, I got what I wanted." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that man! Yes, he now, takes this, off in the cab. Yes, now at this point though, they do find Eel's body, and they they yeah. somehow can that the papers have it pinned on uh on Jeff. Yep. And this is a scene where Anne back at home and her parents, you know, get the newspaper. Well, yeah, it's extra, extra local man wanted for two murders. Yep. And yeah. Anne's mother's just basically tripping over her earlobes, yawning about it. <laughs> I knew he was no good. Yeah. I could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and Anne is, Anne's not buying it, though. Anne is like, I know my man. Yeah, that's right. He didn't kill nobody. Man. Right. No. It's not wrong. Yep. And so I think it's the next scene, it's um, uh, the gym. 
the the nut cop because he's like talking to other cops and he's, he he goes to to Ant. Oh. I think he does. He wants to see if she knows anything, right? Yeah, Jim. She's like, always she's always dressed in white. Literally out in the middle of nowhere, and he knows right where to find her. It's because he's obsessed with her. That's true. Yeah, I got a note about him too. Is it that he, he never played a character that didn't dress in all white? No, not that. He uh, he died. He was, of, He's he a self-inflicted gunshot uh, back in oh, 1993. No. Yep. Oh, oh no. Well, was Richard Webb. I think he was suffering from like some severe medical issues. and yeah. That's too bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> but that happened. That's, that's a shame. But yeah, very. he's very white in this movie. Yes, he is. It looked like he was like leather, like a, like a light leather colored coat. <laughs> leather colored maybe yeah. so then then we uh we back at wit's place but uh looks like looks like uh, kathy has uh arranged for joe to follow the kid thinking it will yep. lead, lead him to uh to jeff so joe can kill her so she now she wants him killed so <laughs> yeah she's just kind of going along with whatever she's a wild card yeah but yep. this is that this is a scene where you know the kid's fishing and Joe is on, on the, the little cliff above, and he sees, so he sees Jeff, you know, camping out, and he's going to shoot him. And then Jeff uses his fishing hook and pulls him down. Yeah, but what? So why do you think the kid went to where Jeff was? Um, I'm wondering if he had, if he suspected that he's being followed. He's being followed, or it so was let just, me lead him right to him. <laughs> possibly, or it was just dumb luck. Maybe it could have been dumb luck. And then that the fact that he saw him because he wouldn't have heard him. Yeah. But it worked out in their favor. Yeah, maybe. It's great, though. He just casts up. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. Do, you think, do you think Joe had time to, to form a cannonball on the way down? Ah, uh, the way he landed. Nope. Oh, it landed. <laughs> he he could have just couldn't have held it, maybe. Do you think? <laughs> think you did like a <laughs> belly flop? Oh. I think maybe a belly flop. Do you think if you, uh, if you tried to do a cannonball just onto solid ground, you could hold it once you've landed? No matter how much it hurt? <sighs> no. No, neither. No. I try, but nah. <laughs> Can something you try anyways? Something, something would be shattered. That'd probably be fine. <laughs> My hip. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so he plummets to his death. Joe is yes. dead. And uh, what do we have after that? Joe... And, and, and Mitchum makes a crack. Boy, I wish I'd written it down, but he makes like a. Yeah, he must be like, oh, that last step's a doozy. I mean, it wasn't that, but it was along that line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something about the river. Yep. Oh, you uh, caught a big one. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. Uh, you're just like, what? What is happening? <laughs> Who are you and why are you telling dad jokes? <laughs> so, so, so now uh, Jeff goes back to Wits. Uh, he's, and he, it, I forget who's he confront first. Does he, does he, does he see Wit first? He sees Kathy first. Does he see Kathy first? It's downstairs. Oh, they take them together. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. It's just Kathy's. She she tries to play it up like oh, I didn't have him come to kill you. I swear. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and then he's like, he he's wants to fuck you. And he wants to see wet. And wet, she's like, he's downstairs. And they cut to wet, who's feverishly burning tax documents. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything's gone. He's been. He's been ruined. Actually, there was a phone call. Wet was away. Oh, at a casino. Right. And he gets this, a phone call from Kathy. You're right. We skipped over the fact that they catch Jeff and they think they have the the papers back. Right. But, but he it's had a just phone he, book. He just mailed them so much. It was a San Francisco phone book. Yeah. And so that, that's wow. That was an important scene. Can't believe we forgot that. I was too excited about Joe falling to his death. Yeah. Um. So they so they um that's yeah so it was like Jeff was at a, a big advantage now. Yeah. So Kathy calls. <laughs> Kathy calls went to warn him yeah. that things are not going according to plan. Uh, and I loved uh, Joe warns her to be careful of what she says because the ladies are always listening, meaning the operators. Yeah. So she's trying to be very careful on the phone because it's yeah. like, you know, Klondike 24 connecting you to. Uh, it's, this also, I guess, what leads to uh, Jeff being framed. For the murder, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the right order. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we're back up. So that's that's why 
uh, Wit is burning his stuff. Because Wit knows now that the papers are missing. Yeah. Um, and that he could go to jail at any moment for tax fraud. Yes. So, yep, burning the evidence. And lo- he's, Kirk Douglas is so good in this movie. And every time he sees him, he's like, oh, hey, Jeff. Like, he's always like, just like, so yeah. calm and happy to see him. Yeah. And, and he always compliments him. Like, I don't, there's something about, you know, I like you. Like, there's just <laughs> something about you. Yeah. I have, a good feeling, I have a good feeling you're going to screw me over. It's going to be great. It's just like, yeah, like, I know, I, listen, I know we've had our troubles, but there's just something about you. Let me get you a drink. Uh, love it. Love it. Well, you're just like, well, if you're going to be this guy, you would be smooth. Yeah, he's very smooth. You're either going to be a dude, like, with a lot of muscles around you all the time. Yep. You're going to be smooth. And he had some muscle, but not much, and he was smooth. Yeah, his muscle's dead now. His muscle's dead now, yeah. Although he wasn't too happy to find out about that. No. No, yeah, no. But the, I, it is, I like how uh, Mitchum's character's trying to, you know, he's like, oh, now you can put a spin on this and say, you know, it was Joe who killed Deals, which it was. Yeah, yeah just, put, something, just put something in his pocket. Yeah, slip a suicide note in his pocket, explain everything. Because he actually did, you know, yeah. he's nervous not a bad idea. It. Yeah. Mitchum's actually being helpful here. He is. Like, everyone can get out of this. Yep. Nope. Well, it seems like it's going to go in that direction. He's like, just give me $50,000 and you'll get your stuff back. I promise I'll mail it to you. It's in, I'll, wait, I'll have it sent to you in like Vegas or it's in Vegas. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, or Nevada. And um, it's like, oh, you got me. Yeah. But so he leaves the room and so it's just, this is just Kathy and Wit now. And this is where that, that vicious slap yeah, comes into he, play. As soon as Mitchum leaves. Yeah. He turns to Kathy and just whacks her. Yeah. I know it's kind of muffled, but from the other room you could hear Mitchum saying, "You deserved it." <laughs> so you get you, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's he, he's just pissed that everything has fallen apart. That's like it's like a vicious threat to her. Yeah. Like I'm gonna kill you slowly. That's what he basically says to her. Yeah. Yep. He he he's been, he tells her that she is going to admit. That she killed his bodyguard, his uh, his co- bodyguard, his um partner. Yeah. And she's gonna go to jail. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna like it. Yes. And if she doesn't, yeah. he will make her life so miserable until it ends. And, and it ends slowly. Yeah. That she will wish she went to jail. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all righty then. I think I fucked myself over here. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, great what I find strange is that, you know, Jeff goes back and sees Anne. I guess he's still kind of on the run at this point because the dame hasn't been cleared yet. Sure. But she has to go back one more time to see Kathy and Wit. Yeah. Yeah. He has to go back to. They kind of finish things up, I guess. But what is there really to finish? Like he's—he seems all set. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Know. It didn't make sense to me why he went back. I must—I I go back and look at it again, but and maybe I missed something. <sighs> I want answers. I—I I don't know. I, yeah, I so know. I know what you mean. I didn't really quite understand that myself. Yeah. And then you had a little scene where you know, Jim was following the whole time, and he's like, I could have killed you right now if I wanted to. Yep. But he doesn't. Let's him go. I love this. Here's some of the lines. You ready? Yeah. You want, li- you want Wits lines? Oh, yeah, yeah. You dirty little phony. Go on, lie some more. Tell me how you handle things for me in San Francisco. Tell me it was all Joe's idea. Go on, Kathy. Show me how you're going to squirm your way out. <laughs> what a sucker you must think I am. I should have kicked your teeth in. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm not going to. We're going to let the law push you around. You're going to take the rap and play along. You're going to make every exact move I tell you, and if you don't, I'll kill you. And I'll promise you one thing. It won't be quick. I'll break you first. You won't be able to answer a telephone or open a door without thinking, this is it. And when it comes, <laughs> it still won't be quick, and it won't be pretty. You can take your choice. Yeah, ah, that's pretty harsh. Love it. <laughs> love it. 
Uh, I love I love Wiki quote. One of her one of her lines is just "You dirty double crossing rat." It's <laughs> 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 just it's a great line. No oh, anyways. Oh man. Oh yeah, that's at the very end. We're coming up on that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he goes back, and um, it, what's what's dead now? Kathy Kilwit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard goes smart. back in and it's dead on the ground. Which kind of uh, fucks up. Yeah. Jeff's plans. <laughs> except everyone's plans. Yeah. yeah. Except for Kathy's. Yeah. Because she's now she's like, oh, we're, we could be back together again. Yeah. I don't know if she snapped at this point or what. She, she may have. Yeah. She may have already but, been broken. Yeah. But uh, he's like, okay. She also, she's also kind of looks like a nun. A nun? She has like the hat, like that habit looking thing in her head. <laughs> I didn't really connect it, but maybe a little. Yeah, maybe. Like, like a really evil nun. Yeah. So yeah, she goes. She's, she's like, yeah, pack a few things for me. Why don't you? So she goes yep. upstairs and he makes a phone call. We don't know to who yet. Yeah. When they're leaving, it's a really quick uh, roadblock the police get set up. Oh, yeah. It's all happening. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie, so that's it's that's like, not. Jacques Turner was like, "We got like five minutes left." Yes. <laughs> go go go. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. It makes no sense. I don't care. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> But it so, wasn't yeah. the it wasn't the ending I expected. No, I yeah, no. She she shoots him. Yeah, he's dead. I was like, oh, maybe he's just he's just wounded. He'll be okay. No, nope. no. She shoots him, and they shoot her. Yeah, and that's it. And then they, I oh. love it. The camera goes into the car, and you see her all slumped over, and it just shows down. There's cash on the ground. Yep. It's a great shot. But they open the door and he does he he spills out when they open the door. He right? spills out, yeah. Yeah. His body kind of falls out. Yeah. And then it cuts to daytime and Ann and Joe. Not Ann and Joe. Ann and uh Jim. Jim. I think it's after the news and at first she's like wants to be left alone. Yeah. And she said something one's like, I just want to be with you. And she's like, No. No thanks. Yeah. And she goes over to the kid. And so there must have been an arrangement if like if he had died. Like for Anne's sake. Yeah, I think he was being nice. Yes, because he's like, did did he? Would he have gone with her? And the kid just like nods yes. Right. After a moment, of, a moment's pause, he does. Yeah, it's she takes off with Jim. Yeah, because she's a little a little more happy about it. Yeah. Uh, and the kid does his little uh, two handed salute to the sign with his name on it. Yep. And that's it. So yeah, because yeah, uh, what I like is this, this wasn't like. Some of these movies where as soon as like the dead body hits the floor at the end. Yeah. A little, little bit more. Afterwards. <laughs> a, little, a little bit more. Yeah. I like uh, the line I was trying to think of before uh, when he sees what he realizes why Wit wants her back was. And then I saw her coming out of the sun and I knew why Wit didn't care about that 40 grand. Yeah. <laughs> Good line. That's it. Really Maybe other little fun fact I got from IMDb about this movie. Who knows? This this sounds like it could be legend. But uh, filming got off to a rocky start when a near-fatal plane accident at the Bridgeport, California airport landing field. Uh, the pilot, accompanied by Robert Mitchum, the studio accountant, and an assistant to uh, an executive, realized his brakes didn't work when they touched down, causing the plane to crash through a fence, over a ditch, and through an outhouse before coming to a stop. Although the two men in the back seat were knocked unconscious, Mitchum and the pilot were not hurt. Typical of Mitch's nonchalant attitude, he quickly crawled out of the wreckage, dusted his clothes off, and thumbed a ride into town to begin filming. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So That's crazy. I don't know if that's... That might be a little embellished. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess line two. Did it take much persuasion to make you say I killed Fisher? Come on, feed my ego. <laughs> Tell me he beat you. Tell me he had to drag every word out of you. <laughs> I love it. You're like a leaf that the wind blows from one gutter to another. You can't help anything you do, even murder. <laughs> Some fucking great lines. Oh man, I enjoy I enjoy these lines. <laughs> Who's Marnie? Do you remember who Marnie was? Marnie. Oh, Marnie's the waitress. At the beginning. Oh, okay. And her line is, two things I can smell inside 100 feet. Burning hamburger and a romance. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. So, 
Yeah, I was very surprised uh, that it was Jacques Turner. I, I was very happy when I when I first started it and saw his name. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I had no yeah. idea. This is Jacques Turner. I also really had no idea how highly regarded this movie is. Very. It has a lot of, like, the strong film noir traits. Yeah. Especially like, so. Yeah, I just, I, it makes it even more, like, how did I never see this? Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm I mean? surprised about that. Yeah, it's kind of where you had never seen it, right? I hadn't, but I know you're like... You've yeah, I've watched dead. more, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it, it was on my server for years, so it was on my radar. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a very good pick. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, no, I was very happy to see it with Jacques Turner. I love Robert Mitchum. Jane Greer was great. Uh, Kirk Douglas, I didn't even realize was in it. He's great in it. Yeah, when I saw the uh, the secondary players, I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. And yeah, then when he actually I, comes on screen, I was like, ooh, yeah. I forget how good Kirk Douglas could be. He's in, I, I think of movies like Spartacus and things where I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then and then he's done so many movies, though, that he really was great in. Um, I can't think of other movies he's been in right now. Oh. I looked. I looked. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the Strange Love of Martha Ivers is really good. Uh, Barbara Stanwyck is in that, too. She's really good in it. But anyways, this movie, Out of the Past. Yes. Um, Want to do ratings? We'll do ratings? Sure. Do ratings. Who's going first? Well, I, we always ask that. Let's just do it so whoever <laughs> picked the movie goes last. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I loved it. Loved this movie. That was great. Um, I'm actually kind of glad I hadn't seen it before because I got to appreciate it Yay. Like, for the first time. Sometimes that's nice, you know. Like it wasn't, it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, that one. Yeah, <sighs> you know, seen it a million times. We did Sunset uh, Boulevard, I think, last time, uh, and that's one of those movies that I could watch uh, many, many times. But you know, some movies are great, and you want to watch it once every twenty years. Yeah, and that's all right. So I'm very happy I saw this. Highly, re- highly recommended uh, to anybody. Everyone in it's great, great dialogue. Uh, Jacques Turner, it was someone that I did not know well at all until we started podcasts. Now you're uh, very intimate with him. I really, come, he, he was a really interesting director, and uh, I'm kind of surprised he's not more. I'm sure he's well known in, you know, certain artistic, uh, cinematic circles. Yeah. But just for the general public, you know, you might you might know Fritz Lang, and there are some directors you'd know, but you don't really hear Jacques Turner as much. It um, seems like he didn't stick to one genre. Also, I know that would be a reason why, because he would go from like he had like a small horror phase, he did some film noir, but he did like like drama, he did uh, action adventure type movies, westerns. Yeah, just but I mean everything so far has been good. So I'm like, well, I'll check out more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, highly recommended. I'm, I would give this movie eight Kathy slaps out of ten. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, I agree with all of your points in terms of just the look, the feel, like all the uh, all the players were fantastic in this. Uh, again, I was happy to see Robert Mitchum in, like, I wouldn't even call it like, uh, kind of an anti-hero role, but just a more upstanding yeah. gentleman. Uh, Jane Greer was fantastic as just this kind of uh not all there but you know manipulative type uh she's strong kind of, female lead. kind of psychotic really kind of psychotic i think as it, it goes along you just see more of that too yeah and she, she starts off okay and then she just gets worse uh kirk douglas fantastic yeah uh even even like the small town players i like you know joe was great i thought and even um what was his name jack fisher that was that was mission's partner in the movie yeah, yeah, he's good. A small part, but he's not in it much. That he's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh, yeah, I thought it looked great. I thought the uh, the soundtrack fit it well. Some really good shots. Uh, I gave it eight and a half. Uh, Joe's plummeting to their death by oh. Fishhook. Yes. That's a lot of dead Joes. Yeah, a lot of dead Joes. Eight and a half kids, nice. dead Joes. Oh, very nice. So that is uh, that is out of the past, and uh, it was a movie to, well loved by all. Yes, all two of us. Yeah. And um, so we come to the part where we reveal the next choice, which is yours. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't picked oh, yeah. it. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'll have to get back to you on that. It'll be a mystery. 
I really, I, I thought about it, and I was like, I don't know. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Well, yeah. fine then. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Complain. So if you liked our, our, our ramblings here, I mean, I guess if you're listening now, you've made it through the whole thing, which is, I mean, really, God bless you. You deserve something. But uh, but if you like our ramblings, check out uh, Black and White Fright, especially. Uh, yes. If you like movies of this of the era. Yeah. Um, Old black and white stuff. Yeah. Black and white movies. So, Anyways, yeah, that's that it, I think. It. Yep. We did it. Woo! We did another one. We'll see you next time. Bye. Guns. Games. Cigarettes. <laughs> 